Her name is Charlie Hendricks. Boom, he hates her. He wants her off the island. One of those people down there is the killer. Hello, and welcome to Series 4 of Jam Presents, a podcast series by me, Mike Groves, and a good mate of mine, Jason Cripps. We're here to investigate the murder of Charlie Hendricks alongside Channel 4's new murder mystery reality TV show, Murder Island. Murder Island, Episode 5, the penultimate episode. Back in my usual spot, no hot tub this week. I'm actually a little bit nervous. Last week I had the excuse. If we screwed up, I could have just said, oh, it's because I'm recording from Devon or what have you. Uh, I think I even repeated myself a few times last week. Hopefully nobody noticed. Anyway, I think I even repeated myself a few... No, I'm not going to make that joke. I can't believe we're now just a week away from learning who the killer is. And, well, originally I'd put who will walk away with the £50,000, but we know that only one couple can or can't. And I think that's a nice twist now that we don't actually know. We'll get into that a bit later. But when I first wrote this, it was very much... Next week, we'll find out. Mm, there's only one team that can do it now. That's if Cy and Mac are still aren't in the running. Yeah, I, I still think they're in the running secretly. <laughs> That's what happens if they don't get it, I think, is that Palm, Macca, and Cy just get a share of it each. Okay, they don't get gunged or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we do have a nice reference to like Funhouse and Finders Keepers later on. So yeah. We've had a bit of a strange week this week because we've had the launch of our Ghost Watch podcast, so I've not been able to make nearly as many stupid posts on Twitter and Instagram as I usually do. So anyone listening, if you've got withdrawal symptoms, I do apologise for that. Um, I think there might only be one or two people appreciating those (laughs) on a daily basis, but they're there if you like them. Um, Hit the mute button if you don't, I think. (laughs) Same with a podcast. If you don't like it, please listen. Just put it on mute. Block. Um, We'll be tackling this week's show in the same way as we normally do, going through our notes from tonight's episode, looking over some of the tweets that have come our way over the last few hours and discussing who we think will be revealed as the killer. But before we do any of that, we ought to go over a few things that have come to light before or since the last time that we recorded. Because we mention it all the time, but we record immediately after the episode goes out and then there's all the fallout and all the conclusions that people are drawing over the next six days that we can only then look into after we've gone live effectively and i think i have a tendency to make stuff up in my head or misquote stuff there's a lot of that where you'll often say oh this person said this and then i go through the episode and look for that exact quote and it's nothing like it i do love it i do love it um although i did make up a peacock sound a few weeks ago and i said i'm sure i heard it i went back it was crows (laughs) close enough close enough but birds right First thing we need to mention or acknowledge, Beth's birthday. So Beth is a friend of ours who follows along with all the shows that we cover. She's dusted off her old Twitter account so she can get involved and jump on the jam wagon. Patent pending. (laughs) Anyway, happy birthday, Beth. I said I'd mention it and there you go. You're going to say happy birthday? You're not speaking to Beth anymore? Oh, I thought... thought, Was that from both of us? Yeah, I thought it was a communal, communal happy birthday. All right, there we go. So from both of us, Beth, happy birthday. Another thing I want to mention is the efforts that everyone's going to in order to find out additional clues. Rather than taking this show for what it is, a drama with a sprinkling of reality TV, we have seen some incredible and often bizarre conclusions that are being drawn. I love that people have drawn up timelines based on the events that we've been made aware of and where people have shared like the screenshots of the writing on the whiteboards that may give more detail than we're 
supposed to know at that particular time. But what I can't quite get my head around is that some people are forgetting that it's a TV show and TV shows have inconsistencies and continuity errors. I'm putting my head on the line a little bit here because if this does come true, then I'm going to look like a bigger idiot than I already do. And I promise I'm not having a dig. So I'm not out, you know, I'm not here to offend anyone right now. But one post in particular caught my eye this week, which questioned why the moon was in a different phase in its lunar cycle from one shot to another. Now, unless Hamish is actually a werewolf, then I'm fairly certain that's just because they didn't want to wait another month to reshoot an entire scene. The best bit was a few people actually challenged this and the original poster suggested that the moon would have been edited if it wasn't intentional. It must mean something. And I'm thinking, you know, they, they, do this, does this person think they've got a much bigger budget than they actually have? This isn't a Marvel movie, you know. CGI moon. Yeah. So it, it did make me laugh. The other thing, like we found out, Certainly, look, there's a lot going on on Facebook. There's a few posts on Reddit. There's a hell of a lot is, is, under the hashtag. Is that, your, is that your Facebook group? Fuck off. It's not my Facebook group. <laughs> no, but what, what we've seen on, on Facebook is... You're borderline getting banned from that Facebook group. I, I might not be in it by next week. We've only got... I've got six days left to last, right? But... And it's, You're going to think of your final post. No, What's no. going to be your... I'm, magnum opus. It might, it might have been. It might have already had it. But it was promoting the podcast, so it's fine. Um... What I found is that how, and, and this is on Twitter as well, this is on Reddit, people are so defensive over their theories as of late. And the truth is, none of us know exactly what's going to happen. When asked on Twitter recently, even Ian Rankin said he wouldn't be doing his job properly if you could identify the murderer this early, albeit that was a few episodes ago. But what I just want to emphasise is, can we not just be kind? I know here I am calling out a few people that are being horrible to one another, so maybe I'm... You know, not being kind in that sense, but you know, we're all here just to try and catch a killer and have a few laughs along the way. It's a fantastic TV show, but that's exactly what it is. It's a TV show. It's entertainment, and we don't need to fall out with one another just because we've got a difference in opinion. I'm still friends with you. I don't know who you're calling out. Well, that's it. Can we make friends now? If <laughs> anyone in particular? No. Look, I just, I just want everyone to be kind and live in harmony and cuddle each other when you know everyone's covid free etc um with all that said before we start and you know it's coming and i know you're going to be completely unprepared please give me your one or two word summary of tonight's episode i'm gonna go just with safe beach yes love that i love that for once you like it I, i really like that because there is actually one i think the whole story around that was brilliant two something incredible happened on Twitter almost to a point where I think someone that is tweeting us is in the know of either the storyline or what's is, happening. Is, is it like Rankin's alternative account? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it could be. It could be. He's like, he's like, I can't get in on the, on the hype on the, on was it, what do you call it? The, the jam wagon. On the jam wagon. So I've got to create an alternative account. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. He only follows one person. It's him. It's his real account. Yeah. And us. Um, so mine is welcome back. Um, and that's to both Claire Mitchell QC and Chris, Pe- uh, Chris Peacock. I always get his name wrong. <laughs> but he was both, in it a lot. He was in it a lot. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and someone tweeted us saying, is that the Jam Presents influence? Is someone listening? 
Um, Channel 4 re- recutting. Re-edit, yeah. yeah. Forcing it back in. I don't think it is. Anyway, on with tonight's show. For me, personally, it was an, it was incredible. And, all right, I run the Twitter account, so it's easier right. for me to say that. <laughs> no, and, and I prep the We all share the load. And, I've actually been really tired from carrying you for so long, to be honest. No, I wasn't getting at that. I was getting at, it's a different experience, I think, for me than it is for you, purely because I'm watching it with loads of other people as tweets are coming in, and you're watching it being hypercritical and saying, well, that wouldn't happen in real life. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? Like, generally, like we'll, we'll get into it. What, what did you... So, so you said that it was the best episode. Yeah, I think it was for me, yeah. See, I agree, but for me, it wasn't because I couldn't pick that much fault with it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Like my notes of the, which there are many. <laughs> how 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 many? Like a lot. There are quite two? a lot. But they're all like sensible. Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. There wasn't much to call out in the terms no. of no. Yeah, often, so I, I mean, think... often often people will comment and say that you've got that dry sense of humour and that you're able to draw out these small things that maybe other people won't notice. And I'm singing your praises here, by the way. You know, you, 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 yeah, a lot a lot of people will say that. Um, my mum and my sister mainly are the, the people that, and your mum and your sister. And no, um, but I think that yeah, it's it's a difficult one. I think so much happened. But there weren't many of those moments where you're like, why the fuck did they do that? Yeah, mm. exactly. Anyway, go on, carry on. On with it. We get the usual recap. And um, Scott actually said on Twitter, because uh, Channel 4 tweeted that first two minutes of the episode, they put it in a tweet saying, if you need to catch up on the series so far, watch it in these two minutes. And he's like, funny how we've all been watching for four weeks and now you can catch up on the entire thing in two minutes. Why have we wasted our damn time? But no, it was a good recap. Um, And the episode called Buried Memories. And I love that. And it's only since I'm just looking at this now that Buried Memories is a brilliant name for this episode because of the... Initially, you think, "Oh, it's all about memories that have been buried by people." You know, they've mm. they've just buried it in their minds. But in actual fact, when we find the dictaphone later on, it's proper buried. <laughs> Love it. Double meaning. That's great. <laughs> so we actually open, and there's a moment, and I don't know if you want to do an impression of her. But... No, I'm not. But... <laughs> I mean, is this a thing? Like, she sounds you... like. Do you call your is it's a thing like shouting at cows for them to come to it's you? It's not just shouting at cows. You're not saying Daisy or Gertrude or anything like that. But then you, you're, but you're proper... not you're not like traditionally doing a moo either, are you? No, but she sounds like the scrap iron person that comes round any old iron. It <laughs> comes around looking for your <laughs> shed roofs and stuff. Honestly, um... that's literally my first note. Cow call question mark. <laughs> happens later on as well it's superb there are some fantastic whiteboards that we need people to freeze frame for us and later on as well we see the diary entries and i know one of them gets read out by charlie as like the the force ghost um that we hear a bit later on but the um the whiteboards are so clear in this episode so when perry's mom 
gets on it when she watches in the US. Um, at some point, I, I want all those screenshots sent to us. Um, at the very start, Nick and Andrew, they, they, so they go their separate ways, don't they? Nick and Andrew go to see Ishbel and they want to learn about Logan. And in their chat to the camera, this is before they go, they're like, oh yeah, well, we're just applying what we've seen in TV shows and movies, really. They're just us, aren't they? 100%. That's, that's... I wish it would cut away from them just like kicking a door in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've learned this from Starsky and Hutch and then they're like flying over car bonnets, bonnets. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, for the Americans, that's a hood. <laughs> <laughs> Our cars don't wear hats. Um, also, when they get to Ishbell's, she says, would you like a cup of tea? And one, I love that they say yes because I'd be all over that if an actor was going to make me a cup of tea, always saying yes to that. Do they get told, yeah, stall her for a minute, tell her to make a cup of tea, or are they just prepared to make it as normal as possible? It's not just a cup of tea that she brings in that whole one. Well, she brings in a pot. Yeah. Now, when they say, would you like sugar? They say, as it comes. I'm prepared then for one of them to just pick it up and start drinking through the <laughs> teapot spout, because that's how it's come. It's come in a teapot. Drink it out of that then, mate. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> So I've got a friend actually who you'll say, oh, do you want a cup of tea? And they'll go, yeah, yeah. How do you want it? Oh, as it comes. And then you make it for them and they'll go, oh, you got any milk? But yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then you give them some milk and then say, oh, can I have some sugar as well? This isn't separately. how it comes. Yeah. Here's, here's just hot water. Here's a tea bag. Do it yourself. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Rich and Sarah, um, whilst uh, Andrew and Nick are on the on the road with Ishbel, not on the road with her, gone to see her, you know, obviously went on the road to get there. Um, they're having that lovely time with their two-year-old, which we didn't know about. We we had no idea. I didn't actually know until this episode. I thought they were in a relationship, but I didn't know that they were engaged to be married. Um, so that was pretty cool. Unless yeah, I'm sure you did. I, yeah, I knew because that... I did. Oh, uh, maybe we've just not spoken about it then. Like I, yeah, I. I knew they were together, but yeah. You just didn't get an invite to the wedding. Is that what, oh, a bit awkward now, isn't it? Still pushing. <laughs> they might have got married on the 50 grand that they've won. Probably, yeah. Probably. If they've won it, presumably they have. Um, but they're at the same time, after they've spoken to their daughter and stuff like that, they're talking about um, phone records. And actually, you say there's not much to pick apart, but those phone records are just someone's writing in Excel. In Excel. That's... You know what? I was going to let that slip. I was going to say, I'm not going to bring well, that up. Do you know what? I think that's probably the best way of doing it, though, because when you get text messages and things like that, someone in the police would have had to have typed that up. You get an apprentice or a graduate in and say, can you type these text messages out? Because if it was just phone records and call logs, I'd appreciate it might just be on a bill, but you wouldn't see the content of text messages. So perhaps that's what they do. So they, any... can, they, can they see text messages? Yeah, they, they, yeah, they could see. And that's sort of what, what's made me think now, actually, it wasn't just call logs. No, I... Don't look at me like that. I don't think that the police can see your text messages as you're texting me through the day. You'd be in jail by now for all those pictures of the peacock that you send me on a daily basis. Um, but yeah, we, we, we learn about um, Freddie texting Logan and we learn about the meetups and things like that. And then it cuts back. So we're back and forth between the um, phone logs and Ishbel talking to Nick and Andrew. Um, she so tells. Got, well, this got me thinking because you never see the the boys get those phone logs, do you? No. So, do you think they have a choice 
because it comes back later on something said and it feels like they had a choice mm. you, you either do a or b or you you know you've got to decide so is it right you can have the phone logs or you can go and see ishbel yes because when they went to the house later on in the episode and the months yeah the months, and yeah all right geez calling me up on technicalities um and there was, so they, the, the 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 lads went to the manse and then sarah and richmond went to um speak to gene in the shop yeah both now, had the same outcome yeah it's they just both the way you got that there. clue but yeah how did they did they just pick an envelope or mm-hmm. did, yeah how did they get to those conclusions what i would say is that actually we've been speaking to um nick and andrew on instagram and they said it's interesting how it's all edited together and we'll get this we, we, we're going to try and um have a chat with Nick and Andrew and um, Sarah and Richmond, spoiler alert, because we said we weren't going to say who we were going to be speaking to, but I think that's what's going to happen um, at the end of the series. But edit that in, that's fine. Edit that in or out? Out. <laughs> no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Because if we end up just speaking to a peacock, it's, it, it's cool. Um, so we, we're speaking to Nick, and Nick said it's interesting how it's all chopped together in that, they are showing in say episode four stuff that they learned in episode one and i think that's why the whiteboards are give so well, much information yeah, away definitely yeah because it's got to fit ian Rankin's story and the only way that they're going to be able to do that is by saying oh and well, now we find this information out and i think that goes back to the questions early on why weren't chrissy and caroline asking who they thought the father was they probably did but you just don't get in, given that information and i think that comes down to there's a lot when we watched uh, Murder in Small Town X, didn't they cut down 40,000 hours of tape yeah, to about 10 ridiculous. hours? It yeah. was absolutely phenomenal. And then you think, yeah, like, I mean, it's an editor's nightmare. M- me trying to edit a podcast at midnight after this, that's why I've refused to do it. And that's like an hour of sound footage, just nothing really. So for them to do that, um, I, I, I get it. But yeah, I, I think going back to your original question, do they get a choice or do they toss a coin? Or I don't know. It'd be interesting to find that out though. That's that's mm-hmm. something to ask for the for the final episode or for the bonus episode. Um they start getting a bit close to the truth or what you know you don't know at the time about Ishbel and Logan, but they sort of mention um can we look at Logan's clothes? Can we look yeah, at where he does the gutting of the Do you know what, um do you know what Logan was wearing? She goes, No. <laughs> I'm thinking I could probably guess that. I'm gonna say blue overalls. A blue overalls. <laughs> Although interestingly, for the first time ever, we saw him in an orange coat today. In yeah, one of the we, also, we also seen him with his hair slicked back. Yeah, with no hat and every, yeah, getting quite cozy with Alicia, Alicia, Alyssa. Oh, Alicia, Alicia, Alicia. Yeah, yeah. You called it last week, didn't you? I, I, I called it in episode one. If you were to go back now and listen to episode one, and you're like, "Oh no, that that guy in the kitchen, he's uh, he's not, he's too obvious." And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know. He's in he's in a jumpsuit, like shady villains, like uh, like what Jason Voorhees, etc." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, "Nah, too obvious." And we wrote it off, um, and here we are now. But it's it's still not over. It's still not over. We've still got loads of notes to go through. We've still got another 45 minutes of Sarah and Richmond trying to prove it's those two that they've arrested. Um, Freddie, in the text message, something we didn't pick up on when Rich and Sarah were going through this text are message. You gonna, are you going to say one I wrote down? Go on and go for it. I might have some eye candy for you to 
either play with or look at. I don't know if he said play uh, with or look at. Oh, maybe I mis- completely misheard. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he texts Logan saying, do you, want to come, do you want to come and play some pool? Yes, he did. He did. But you, you're, saying, you're telling me it's a... It is a snooker table. So he, he doesn't have a clue what he's doing. Basically. No, he doesn't know what he's doing, does he? Absolute poser. <laughs> Absolute poser. Unless it's, he's got the yellow balls, like, you know, he, he can okay. swap them out. Maybe maybe it's like a jewel. Although it's and massive. I wouldn't want to play pool on a snooker do you think table. It like, do you think like the top comes off and switches it over and it's one of those, like, football tables? Yeah, or air hockey or something. It's like, get it from Argos. <laughs> 150 quid. Like four in one. Yeah, he's leading on it. It's wobbling like crazy because yeah. they're only designed for like five-year-olds. <laughs> oh dear, those were the days. Um, so yeah, for Freddie saying I might have some eye candy for you to play with, and or maybe or, or to look at or something like that. But I, obviously, he means um, Alicia. But I thought he was probably just talking about himself. Yeah, come round, stare at me. I'm a god. Um, also, you know when Ishbel shuts the lads down and says, "No, you're not going to go and look at his clothes, or you're not going to go and look at where he guts the fish." Is that just her being defensive of her son? Or is that the actress going, no, you fucking can't, because that's not in the script, mate. Yeah, I, that's what I thought. I thought it's just, yeah, just got to be. Shut him down. Got to be. Don't take him to the fish gutting room. I think this might be when we fir- get the first ad break and you're like, flipping heck, it's overwhelming. First 15 minutes were mental. And then we meet Charlie's dad and how they, rather than live interview and say, lads, you can interview him and Sarah Richmond, you can interview him. It's very much, we've pre-recorded this interview because there are six key questions we need to ask. And we're going to, we're going to let you stand in a hallway and look at the smallest laptop screen. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to sit by a telephone table or something. What's, what's that all about? Why are you in the hall? Surely they've got projectors at Police HQ. That's what I thought. Anyway. Um, Charlie's dad, he's just like spilling the beans all over, but he don't care. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to tell you everything. Where was he in episode one? Yeah, it's been seven days. <laughs> Maybe he's like Craig David and this is his rest day and that's why he's able to finally talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's asked to describe Charlie and we find out she's adopted. We, did we know that already? That, I feel like that was on a whiteboard. That we, was, we, yeah, yeah. So this was, this was like um, leaked. I think this might have been Holly uh, getting in touch, saying, "Have you seen?" Yeah, it was Holly saying, "AKA Jane, Charlie adopted in um, uh, inverted commas or something like that." So we had that theory a few weeks ago. Does it mean anything? And on the tweets this evening, it's you know we've had a few people saying. Who are Charlie's parents? Will that come into it? I think there's still going to be so much happening in the next episode. I, I think the I fact don't that think she's adopted is like that's information. That isn't it? Yeah. What? Why? You know? Why make what, it such a big also, thing about it? Also, why would you find out about it at this late stage? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know. We find out her last relationship was with Kerry, and that was who was on the phone that we saw yep. in episode one, and they were trying for a baby through IVF. So it sounds as though the pregnancy might have been a complete red herring altogether. Mm. However, someone's theory, again, a lot of this is coming from Twitter, stuff that I've just tried to remember over the last few um, hours because I've not looked at my phone yet, but it is ridiculous again. But we, one person has actually suggested that what if it is still meaningful? What if the, the pregnancy is still important because when you've got the likes of Tony going over to the manse to 
inverted commas, fix a light bulb for Charlie. What if Sonia's got jealous, realised that she's pregnant and putting two and two together, she thinks it's Char- uh, she thinks it's Tony's and she's gone and killed Charlie because of that. That'd be mad, an even madder twist. But I think it's still open to interpretation and I don't think it's as clean cut as we might think at the end of this episode. No, and I think because um, because it all, all sort of, the linchpin of it was the dictaphone, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, we harp on about it just because of it being my favourite joke of all time. Um, I was going to ask you whether or not you'd use the dictaphone, Jace, but I think we know the answer to that and that you usually use your finger. Um, it always gets a laugh as well. Um, but that really was the key or the vital clue in the end. Yeah, a bit too, not convenient, but a bit too case closed. <laughs> oh, look, there's, there's, a, there's a few moments in this where it's been a bit convenient. Again, the interview with Charlie's dad, it was like, right, here are all the answers. Here are six things or, you know, three or four things at least that we're going to tell you that are going to be important. Um, the postcards was great, uh, or, or you know, were great, was great. Um, the postcards were great. So Charlie had sent a data postcard from a few weeks ago, but then he mentioned the one from five years prior where she sent one about someone who had previously died on the island. Now, from the coming soon in the last episode, we could piece together that that was Gregor, that that was going to be Logan's dad because we'd already heard that Logan had lost his father and things like that. Um, and then, as you mentioned, the dictaphone, the dad, her, Charlie's dad gave her an old dictaphone. Oh, and- but I'm, sh- I'm sure the question... That the um, that Simon and Macca posed to her father was have you like have you given her any money or anything like that or any gifts and he said oh when she was young I gave her a dictaphone I was like, like no we're talking about like why well, she got two grand mate yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah not like, something you gave her like twenty years ago yeah. <laughs> he's not going to rattle through the like, every Christmas list she ever had oh, I got her a My Little Pony and. <laughs> Oh, we never got her a um, Mr. Frosty because no one gets a Mr. Frosty. No one had a Mr. Frosty. No one had one. Everybody you talk to, I always ask for one and I never got it. Yeah. If you got a Mr. Frosty, please let us know, by the way. Um, so then the teams go away and read their postcards. And again, um, Perry's mom, tell us what's on the postcards. There's a lot of information on them, um, whether or not it's, it's critical or not. We obviously hear from Charlie on one of them. The rest might be... Uh, saw another black rock today when I was looking out at South Beach because that's all she ever looked at. Don't know. We find out that Gregor died. He drowned at sea. And Charlie felt that there was something strange about the whole thing. We then see two days earlier, or t- well, two days prior to the murder, Logan and Ishpel are chatting. And Logan says, oh, I was too young to remember about my father dying, or I can't really remember that, or whatever it may have been. Now, in that scene, are they talking about the way they're talking about Gregor? They don't allude to there being anything suspicious about them, as in them killing him. Because not being funny, if you if you guys are alive, like if if I'm Logan and you're Ishbel now, you have to pretend. I appreciate being a Scottish middle aged woman might be difficult to assume, but for now you're Ishbel. Would I be saying? And you're now talking about, you know, the person that we've killed. Would you then be talking about him so candidly and me going, oh, I can't remember any of that? When clearly I can remember because I helped you throw him off the side of a boat or whatever, whichever way we disposed of him. So there might be something in that. Yeah, that's true. 
yeah. the fact that he's saying he can't remember, perhaps he genuinely can't remember what happened that night. And when he got aggressive and, and started talking to Charlie about it on the dictaphone, maybe he, I'm clutching here, I'm just, you know, spitballing, but maybe he finally says, oh, we had to get rid of him because that's what Ishbel's forced upon him because he can't really remember it. Yeah, was it Ishbel said that he was a big drinker as well? Yes, yeah, we find But then that who out, do we see? Who do we see as a big drinker? Oh, she certainly was. Exactly. She certainly was, yeah. Now, Charlie arrives. They're not happy to see her. Ishbel being a complete control freak. <laughs> Logan's meant to be an adult. No, you're not allowed to talk to him. Was he like 20? Yeah, I think so. Um, and then, obviously, yeah, we see them in the pub. Ishbel's had a few too many, but we find out that it's her and Gregor's 20th wedding anniversary. Whether or not she's feeling sad because this is 20th, their 20th anniversary or because she killed him. <laughs> she's feeling guilty. Um, but then on the way out, doesn't she say, oh, I she has a, yeah, she has a go at Jean and yeah. says, whatever happened to death do us part. So it's very much one of those, you got married in a church to Hamish and you said that you'd be with him until death do us part. Or is that what you think? Is that what you're thinking? Is it? That's I what don't know. Yeah. What? Oh, because she's with Charlie. Yeah. 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 yeah because she's left Hamish for Charlie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Enter Andrew and Nick to speak with Logan next. I love how they think that they can speak to Logan. Cause I think it's Nick says we're both blokes. Yeah. It, it might speak to us because we're both blokes. <laughs> Yep, because it's 19, 1945. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> very strange. Um, this is one of my favourite bits of the episode. This is well. superb because they're like, oh, how did you feel about the death of your father? Well, not great. My dad died. All right, I'm ad-libbing a little bit there. but <laughs> I think it was like, what, what do you know about the death of Gregor? And he's like, he was my dad. Yeah, and they're like, shit, we didn't actually know that. <laughs> Because yeah. as the viewer, we knew that, or we were very much anticipating that. But um, yeah, when they ask him then how he felt, well, it wasn't great. He died. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure, um, I'm sure one of them goes, oh, um, that must be devastating. Was it? <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty sure it would have been. <laughs> but then he killed him. So maybe it wasn't, maybe it was relief. Oh. Maybe it was, yeah. Yeah. If, if he killed him. I still think he might have got a whack around the head himself and came round. <gasps> what if Ishbel tried to kill them both and Logan survived and then she made up the whole thing because he can't remember. She made up the whole thing to say that he killed him. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, rank and twist, mate. Save it for the end. Um, she calls, she, um, Ishbel calls out, I don't know if this is, oh, no, Sarah and, and um, Richmond at the same time interviewing Ishbel, aren't they now? So we've got the flip now. We've got Sarah and Richmond with um, Ishbel and we've got Nick and Andrew with Logan. Logan. Mm. And Ishbel's basically saying, yeah, Logan's a bit of a loner, drinks on his own like his father did. Um, it seems every, all like everybody opens up to Sarah. Everyone. Uh, she is brilliant and i think it's i think that's because she asks things in the right way these actors would have been told if they ask a closed question just say yes or no mm -hmm. whereas she forces them to talk she's got such a way about her um although a bit later on i do question the way she read the 
Now, what are they called? Are they called the Miranda rights? Are they called the Remanda? The, the Mir- what are they called? Yeah, the rights that you read to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's reading that in the notebook. She's reading them and it's, yeah, it, don't get me wrong, I don't even know what they're called, so I wouldn't be able to remember it. But I'd have practiced that in the car there. I'd have been, right, I'm getting this right, I'm going to nail this. If it was Nick oh. and Andrew, they'd have probably gone 1970s and kicked them into the door or something, you know, like. And also, 100%, if that was me and you, you're definitely doing it. <laughs> You'd be laughing. I would be, yeah. <laughs> We'd still be arguing over as to whether or not they're called Miranda rights or not. Um, there's not a lot more to say on on sort of Logan and Ishbel at this point, other than I really like the actor who plays Logan. I think he's really good with the interviewers. So anybody asking him the questions, I think he's brilliant at answering and responding. Yeah. And he is acting exactly as you would act if you were being like he calls them out for their stupid questions and things like that also he said he's never that into charlie but the fact that she suggested he's a peeping tom might suggest that that's a lie however well this is it because we we haven't really seen anything to back that up no it's just a claim in charlie's diary yeah but what if he's just been plotting to kill her that would have only been over the last two days, though, because he only found out about the dictaphone that she was recording him with over the last few days. So, or, uh, or was it? No, maybe that was... Yeah, that was that same day, and, wasn't it? And if he's such a creep as well, if she started talking to him outside the post office that we learn later on, surely you'd seem a bit more happy. Yes, if he was into her... He'd be more willing to talk and all that sort of thing. Yeah, until than... she sort of spun the whole murderer, murderer vibe. True. Yeah, his, his tone would have changed from a, oh, hey, to a, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Next bit's fantastic. Palm wants to challenge the two teams. Where is the dictaphone? There's a page missing from the diary as well. And she's giving them a grilling. She's like, for now, we've got nothing. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're begging for information. They've been asking for the phone records for ages. I would literally, I would literally want to know how many times dictaphone is said in this episode. Someone actually, I think it's Tedley Manor, has said dictaphone drinking game. I, I think we'd have died if we'd have had a shot every time dictaphone was mentioned. I've, I've already put on my notes, um, Mike, to do a dictaphone edit. You need pretty much need to edit dictaphone that out. entire episode and yeah. lift dictaphone out every time. I mean, it's a challenge, but. Challenge accepted. Let's do it. If it's only like four times now, like dictaphone Not challenge, the, four times. I mean, at one point, they say it four times in like thirty in, seconds. In one sentence, yeah. I I really wanted the hunt to be Sarah and Richmond versus Nick and Andrew at the same time in the same house, both in the manse, just pulling it apart. Finders, we've mentioned finders keepers on the show before, but I would it would be so good to see that. Instead, obviously, Nick and Andrew go to the house. Rich and Sarah go to speak to Jean. And this, I think, we asked a question earlier, I think it was in the last episode, where we said, do you think that actors have a certain bit of information that it doesn't matter who you go and talk to, you will get a key piece of information. And I think this satisfies that, and that both of those could find that black rock, either by looking at photographs that Jean had or by looking at the the diary. Yeah, because... We knew her diary entry was ripped out. So that's always a missing piece. Yeah. 
Yeah. Obviously, the dictaphone was what we had to get. But then what made them go to talk to Jean? What made them go and talk to Jean was Palm saying, yeah. you need to talk to the people Jean. who were close. <laughs> yeah. You need to talk to the people who were closest to her. Well, we all know who that is, don't we? Yeah, that's true. But I Lo- still think Logan, like, as he's putting the blade, no. I, I still think it's it's right. You can either go, to, go talk to Jean or go, go to the house, you know? Uh, yeah. Again, envelopes, coin toss, whatever it may be. Or depending on how they're performing, they and, and obviously Jean knows that if the opportunity arises, that she's got to give them this talk about the photographs. Yeah, yeah. But the way in which they do that, Sarah and Rich, they go in and first they say, "Look, we just want to reassure you that you know we don't think Charlie had eyes for someone else. We think the reason she's pregnant is not through someone on the island or anything like that, mm-hmm. or a man she's met. She was very much in love with you, and the pregnancy um, might have been that she was trying." F- for IVF with someone else um, prior to meeting you and all this sort of thing. And they get, they get praised for that later on. And I think it was brilliant and questionable maybe because some people would say, well, you shouldn't do that. But actually they were told, yeah, you, you would have got permission to do that. And what a tactic it was to get her on your side. And I think that's, I mean, what I really like, and it's, it's off topic a little bit, but L.A. Noire, the game, where you have to build a relationship with someone and see how they're reacting before you can start asking the difficult questions. Yeah. And some people will respond to that, right, I'm going to put you in cuffs and then start questioning you. I'm going to be badass about it and you're going to do as I say, because that's what they need. They feel under pressure and they need to do it. Well, actually, Jean is clearly one of those that if you go in hard like that, she's just going to be like, shit, no, I'm not saying anything. Whereas actually get her on your side a bit of empathy and obviously sarah's oozing with it so she's brilliant at bringing that out of gene and straight away they've got that trust and i really really like that really like that and i think gene has probably been told i say gene the actress who plays gene has probably been told to only give it if she feels comfortable to do so yeah um and i think they certainly made her feel like that although i do question like they filmed this over eight days so obviously time is of the essence and at some point they must tell the actors just fucking give it to them just put it on a spoon and just, just yeah, put just, it into them just walk away and drop it Oops. <laughs> drop my postcard <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um sorry dictaphone at the black rock <clears throat> anyway back at the um back at the house we've got um nick and andrew looking up and down hunting up and down at this point right I have I, I I had to go back into my tweets. So we're finding out that in the postcards we've got um the the picture of oh no, it's the photographs that, that Jean shares in the postcard. It's it's a photograph of the South Beach and the um and Nick and Andrew find the sketch, the missing drawing from the diary is of that same rock on the South Beach. Ms. Marple, not Miss Marple, the famous detective, this person's clearly got the persona of Ms. Marple on their Twitter handle. It could be in ranking in disguise, don't know. But they tweeted much earlier in the episode, when I asked where is the dictaphone, they said, I'm off to South Beach to look for the dictaphone. Half an hour before we knew anything about this. Half an hour before they were saying, I'm off to South Beach to look for the dictaphone. I guess it's just a mad coincidence, but it blew my mind. I'm South like, Beach was mentioned quite a bit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it was just one of those, they've pulled Dictaphone, they've pulled South Beach and they've gone bang, that's where it's going to be found. I 
retweeted. I don't know if, uh, whether or not it was a mess, but in my mind, it was like, that's really funny. But never, ever thought that was ever going to come true. I thought it was, I was convinced it was going to be in the camper van. They're like, oh, she didn't really care for the dictaphone. It wasn't something precious or anything like that. Certainly was a lot more precious knowing what was on it. Obviously, Jean didn't know that at the time. So I was thinking it's just going to be in the van. No, absolutely. It was on South Beach and that's where they went to find it. It was like a full-blown treasure hunt at this point. And it was more it wasn't, like... It wasn't well hidden though, was it? It was like popping out. Yeah, they didn't need spades or anything like that to, to dig. How no. long has that been there? Over a week? Or at least a week? Hang on. <laughs> Is this you getting back into the, that's been there for at least a week, or the producers could have put that there before they oh, got no. there? Within the story. Within oh, the in the storyline. Story I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. That so, hasn't so, been there a week. No, that's no, been that's there. That's been there minutes. nine days, but it's only been there about half an hour before the yeah, shot was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. of course. Um, but no, really exciting because, yeah, we, we see Sarah and Richard go off to South Beach and Andrew and Nick are still looking for that page. Um, and when they all find it and it's very much one of those Andrew and Nick looking up thinking shit they've beat us to it Claire Mitchell QC comes back highlight I should say on par with Chris Peacock because uh, we've mentioned the Peacock a lot some people think we're deranged some managing directors of STV have called us out for perhaps thinking overthinking the Peacock a bit too much but um yeah, we, uh, we we were pleased to see him back at least. Um, we hear the Scrap Iron Lady again, and then we see Richmond and Sarah in dressing gowns. Unusual to see Richmond out of his posh, uh, posh jacket and hat. Before you go on. I will pause there. The whole um, finding the dictaphone on the South Beach. Yeah. How close do you think that was between, or do you think like, Nick and Andrew had to just go and they're like, oh, they already found it like three hours ago. Just go, let's just film you like like you've just got here. I'm yeah. just missed out on it. The, the way in which it was portrayed was that they Sarah literally and Richmond got there for ages ago. Yeah. We're following the clues, we're looking at the camera, and then just as they find it, Nick and Andrew turn up. That never happens in real life, does it? No, no. It's the Nick same and Andrew with are the, soaking wet as well. Yeah, it's the exact same with timings and who done it. They always make it look like it's a big, oh, mad rush at the end, but someone could have won it by half an hour, you know? Um, I, I don't know. I think it would have been... Well, we can find that out in, in a bonus episode. But I think that it's always edited to make it look closer than it perhaps was. Yeah, there's a um, there's a bit where where Richmond, I think he, he goes to high five Sarah, but instead he like Simon helps him up. Is it Simon or Macca with him? I can't remember. But like helps helps him I up. I genuinely can't remember who went with who. In yeah, this. yeah, a little bit. You have to find it. It looks like he's going to high five Sarah for finding the dictaphone. Yeah, but he's sort of trying to scramble up the little last bit of the hill. Amazing. Instead, he just like sort of gives her a reassuring like pat on the back. Oh, casually sort of, oh, no. It's like, my, oh, my hand's out for a high five. Oh, no, it's, it's for a pat. It's for a pat. <laughs> I'll find it. Like, you know that probably didn't happen now, as you mentioned earlier. 100%. <laughs> you often see things that aren't there. <laughs> yeah. um, we hear about Richmond's heart attack. Now, I knew there was something earlier, I think in episode one, where we hear about life-changing things that happened that meant he couldn't play um, football or whatever it was, but bloody hell, their story um, is staggering, but, really. But this is, this is 
maybe I've wrote my notes wrong. But I've put, as soon as they found this dictaphone on the beach, it cuts, pretty much cuts to dumping out the boys. Mm. Oh, you're flicking through pages now. Because oh. I thought, bloody hell, they didn't, they didn't hang about, did they? You know what? Did I? <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely... <laughs> It was, like, right. it was like brutal. It was like <laughs> the phone like, boys, Yeah, it's because it was exactly that. It was very much at the end of the treasure hunt before Enter Claire Mitchell QC. It was very much, and now we lose the lads and Sarah Rich, Sarah and Richmond are left to catch a killer. All four of them were stood there, and Palms going, right? You went to find the dictaphones. We need to make sure that we've got empathy when we talk to suspects. Sarah and Richmond, you've shown that a lot more. Fuck off, lads. Yeah. It was. It really was. Yeah, yeah and there, I've skipped past it talking about Rich's heart attack and in a dressing gown and things. That's post that I, I completely glossed over it because very much it was that it swift. Was brutal. You're Absolutely gone. Brutal. Yeah. Oh my god! And that's what we call a live edit because I completely missed the most critical part of the episode. We lost the lads. Yeah. Goodness me. And do you know what? It's one of those. Obviously, it's always edited differently to how it actually happens and everything like that. But from what we've seen, I think the uh, the right team have gone through all the way to the final. And I think a lot of people who were commenting on how the lads shouldn't have gone through over Chrissy and Caroline before are probably now more reassured. I think if they'd have then gone on to win it because of today, they'd have got the um, dictaphone and things like that. Then of some, you know, perhaps some people would have been a bit of put been a bit put out by it but i think the right team are in the final or in the chance of winning the money yeah definitely definitely and this is obviously what we've said is they just haven't won they still need to put a case together i do like that i do really i know like you that. like that but i put myself in that in that position and if that was me i'd be like are you kidding me yeah we've done all this work we we we're the final so you're couple you're telling me i'm the final people and i still might not win <laughs> My work here is done, Jerry. Yeah, at least let us have a bonus prize. Like, give us a thousand pound if we. It's like, uh, well, Car- just, just, Car- like Caroline just nicking all the mugs. <laughs> yes. they'll, they'll be on eBay straight away. Just get 50 grand's worth of mugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we know now, obviously, that, that Sarah and Richmond are through, and we get to now listen to the dictaphone. And that's where they hear the conversation between Logan and Charlie. We won't get to replay it like we normally would on our podcast where we do get to edit and we can insert all the audio. But I do particularly like that Charlie calls Logan a silly little boy. Mm. Um, And he comes back and says, oh, you love the sound of your own voice. I mean, she's got a dictaphone. She probably does love the sound of her own voice. Um, And then she hits us with, I saw what you and your mum did on that boat last night. And... Yeah, basically, it transpires, or so we think at the end of this episode, that Logan killed his old man with his mum, and Charlie then reveals that she had a dictaphone. Schoolboy error, as far as I'm concerned. She should never have done that. Obviously, this story wouldn't have gone the way um, it would have if that hadn't have happened. I said said that. In my notes, I've got, um, uh, she shows Logan the dictaphone. What an amateur. <laughs> Obviously, she needed it for leverage Hatting. anyway. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. Yeah. So when she says that she saw um, him and his mum and what they did, like, what are they doing? Like, broad daylight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was it, I mean, it, it sounds to me like they've gone out on the boat at night. She's just been having a smoke or a sit down or whatever at, at South Beach and, and they've gone out and rolled a 
corpse over the edge or something like that. What? <laughs> but why isn't she reporting that at the time? Yeah, and how, why? Like, how shallow is the water? Like, how? <laughs> surely they've gone out. Whoa, whoa, hang on. Oh no, it's too late now, isn't it? It's five years ago. Well, obviously, all that promo stuff was the body in the bag in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? It's still it's still playing on my mind that body in the bag in the water, and I get that it's like a body that looks like an island, and they've made it as their logo and yeah. things like that. But or you know the backdrop for it. But I'd still love that to be a thing. I would still love that to be a thing. What Gregor's body turns up five years yeah. later, like a message pre- in a bottle, fully preserved because it's all wrapped in bin bags. Bin bags, yeah. <laughs> Logan explains that's how he got his injuries because his dad used to drink and I think didn't Logan fall down the stairs or something like that. That's why he walks with a limp. But obviously it sounds as though his dad pushed him down the stairs. What if that's not the case? And what if he got his injuries from his mum? True. Yeah. Um, Well, something she says later on as well, when they get arrested, she says, oh, love you, Logan. Mm. Which you could just be a concerned mother, but also could be her just giving him a bit of support and like you know don't wrap me out yeah didn't he say don't say anything or he said muttered something under his breath like that do you think so i've put i think we may have now had the ranking twist i think maybe that was it in that we find out about gregor being killed by or do you think I've, there might still be more to come uh, well obviously it said on the next episode you know there could be another twist yeah yeah I would love that to be. So Sarah and Richmond further listen to the tape or listen further to the tape and they hear the bell from the shop door. I really liked how they pieced this together. So at the very start, you hear the the ding of the bell and then they follow Logan and Charlie's footsteps and notice that the shop has CCTV so they can get that and use it as evidence. We watch the CCTV and then we look at all the phone records and we can see that Logan has spoke to his mum for 14 minutes and all of this they're just bringing it all together so that they can present to Claire Mitchell QC and say this is our case this is why we need to go and arrest Ishbel and Logan immediately and Sarah puts it so cleanly that she gets the go-ahead to go and, and, and pull them in. But it's the first time I've seen Sarah, like, quite nervous in talking. Yeah, but then equally, this is the... There's 50 grand on the line now. Yeah, it's not definitely. just a, oh, you've got to beat these other oh, people. 100% Richmond's not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> There's always going to be Sarah. Always going to be Sarah. She's fantastic. Now... There's pressure here because there are two arrests to make. I feel like they built us up a bit too much for that pressure because I was expecting one of them to do a runner. Yeah. They're like, oh, if we'll tackle them if you go and get that. I'm thinking, come on, make that happen. Make one of them. But Run. No, nah, they went the safe way. However, the way they coaxed them out of the house and said, can you come out, please? We want to talk to you before. And it's like, I'd be... I was hoping one of them was just going to scarper and run out the back of the house. Well, and... yeah, especially when she goes, oh, go and get Logan. And you know Logan's literally you think that. The door's just going to shut now. Yeah, or he, you just see him bolt out the back. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. They the end the episode with the arrest. Now, what I do really love, and I, I, we don't go into the coming next or coming soon, or yeah, well, it'll be finale next week. But what I do really like is when... Richmond is in the interview room with one of Logan or Ishbel and the 
um, lawyer is saying, oh, can you not phrase it in such a way or whatever he's saying? And Richmond's like, I don't think I did, actually. <laughs> he's proper going for it. I can't wait to see that next week. That is going to be absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I, think, I think they're in for a grilling. Yeah, he fights back. Utterly brilliant. But I, I agree entirely in terms of the episode didn't have enough for us to um, piss about with. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because it was such a well-written and well-executed episode that it was just superb. Before we check the tweets, I want to acknowledge that I did ask people where they thought the dictaphone would be found. And some people said in the glove box of the camper van, some people said, this was before the show, some people were saying that it's going to be in the house somewhere. Uh, quite a few people said in the water bottle, probably next to where the diary was found. <laughs> But it was on South Beach and Ms. Marple was the only person to get that. However, it probably was after South Beach had been mentioned about 70 times in the episode. We're going to go to Twitter and Twitter, there's 20 plus things that have come in. What I'm going to do initially is read out some of the things I've taken screenshots of during the show because there were some things that I need to call out. Um, and I always stall here. So if you can fill it with some like lift music or something like that. What do you want to do? Sing or what? It's fine. I found them now. So that was enough that was filler. <laughs> Thank you. That was, that was perfect. You can make some noises like the, uh, the cow lady earlier. Um, so Holly said, love to have IVF the day before I piss off to Hersher on my own for no reason. Which <laughs> <laughs> is a great point. Now, yeah. I know nothing about IVF, but perhaps it's something that you do over the course of several months and then it takes like another few months for a sperm to attach to an egg or something. I don't know if that's the case, but I don't think it's like she literally went in for treatment on the Thursday and then went over to the island on Friday. Maybe that is the case. I, I'm not sure. But then, it, I don't, yeah, maybe that is the case. I don't know. We haven't, but, we haven't, we haven't like spoke to Kerry yet, have we? Do you think Kerry's going to make an appearance? Ah, in the next episode, perhaps they do get in touch with Kerry, yeah. Nah, surely last episode can't be, can it? Don't know, there's a priest in the next episode that we've not met yet. Oh, in, in actual fact, um, that's another tweet that we got from um, Michael Harmston saying um, that what if the priest has known all along because of confession, like Ishbel <sighs> or Logan have been, because Ishbel's a big churchgoer, um, what if the priest has known... But surely they've got some sort of legal obligation. I don't know. Outside but, of religious. Yeah, with the religion and law, I don't know where the boundary is. I don't know where the boundary is. Um, it was Tedley Manor who said we need a dictaphone drinking game. Take a shot each time it's mentioned. We would definitely die. Um, Beth has put potentially Gregor was Charlie's real dad. Absolutely could have been. However, if Charlie knew that, she'd have been a darn sight more mad at Logan and Ishpel for killing him. But maybe we find that retrospectively and we don't actually know that until Charlie's died. Um, Debbie Blackman has said, if only we'd spoken to Charlie's dad in episode two. Absolutely, he had everything. <laughs> um, and that might be it. For, oh no, I've got a few more. I've got a few more um, tweets that did come in. Mookstar has put, you should record yourself on a dictaphone during the episode, then just play it back for us. Then run off a, run off and hide it in some hills. 
<laughs> the like the Jam Presents Treasure Hunt. We could do it like uh, the Taskmaster's Head or something like that, a dictaphone with us talking. It's the, the bonus episode, but you can't hear it unless you find it. And Teddy Manor has said, I think I mentioned this earlier, that they, they clearly edit the, um, or listen to the podcast and then re-edit the series to include more Peacock. Um, Claire Madison Mitchell QC, she uses a middle name on, on Twitter, Does but she? Claire Mitchell QC has said, because I, I said, look, forget the Peacock, welcome back Claire, and she's put, yeah, that Peacock was hogging too much screen time. Don't think he was, I think we need to see more of him, actually. And then I'm going to go into now the, and when you get past 20, you don't get any more notifications. So Twitter's like 20 plus. It could be, I, I think it, it's probably 20,000. I think it's probably, that's about yeah, round down. the right number. Yeah, <laughs> rounds down yeah, to the nearest 20. Um, mini cheddars are required for the final episode. Love that tweet. Love that tweet. I think we should for our podcast. Just hear us munch munching through some mini cheddars i did have a crabby's tonight which is actually um an edinburgh drink apparently i don't know if it's brewed there or if it's brewed down the road now but um yeah i thought that was quite um apt Top, know if... topical yeah 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 definitely well no it's glasgow isn't it it's scotland it's Close it's enough, it's it? giga it's hersher it's it's an island but it's Scot it's Scotland. Did you see actually? That's, that's, it brings me on to a um, completely off topic, but very very funny. This week was that CNN sent a reporter over to cover the um, climate um, conference that's going on. The the is it GOP twenty six or whatever it is. Um, I'm rubbish at remembering things on the spot like this. But they've tweeted a picture of their news tent and them stood with their microphone. And they're like, the backdrop is Edinburgh Castle. And they're like, oh, here I am with 20,000 people, world leaders, um, all together to discuss climate change. And he's been absolutely hammered because it's in Glasgow. <laughs> it's a completely wrong city. It's amazing. That's fantastic. Oh, I really like that. Really like that. Um, so Chris Perry's mom has... So Chris has tweeted saying... So my mom has just said the craziest thing. You know what I need to start looking at? Thumbs. I don't know why. Are there thumbprints? Is it looking at someone's thumbs? There is a picture of Charlie, I think, with like a hand like an arm side on the yeah. sofa. So perhaps that's it. Um, there's a lot of talk around um, Charlie's real parents. Don't know if that's going to be a thing. It might just be, again, one of those things at the end yeah. where we find out. This is it, last episode, but I still feel like that the last episode just won't be them building their case. Like, I still think there's more to this, but I don't know if they're just going to run out of time. What if... We might have mentioned this before, actually. Yeah, we did about Ishbel's uh, Ishbel parenting Charlie, and she had a baby at, like, 13, 14, or whatever it may have been, and then that's why she had to be given up for adoption. And that's where... No, clutching. Too late clutching. in the. Oh, I can clutching. That's what I mean. It's too. Because uh, what if what if Ishbel's get sent down for the murder, and then we find out, and that was your I, daughter. Ish, Ish, Ishbel was never a suspect, was she? Until now, no. Until until now, and mm. Ishbel's only a suspect off the back of Logan. Um, I still don't think it's them. I'm going to put it out there. I say still don't think it was them. I or or I thought it was Ishbel. For the last few weeks, I thought it was Ishbel, but now yeah, I'm just thinking, now you're thinking I just, it's too. Know. There's too much of 
there's there's another forty odd minutes left. Like hundred percent, they probably they probably killed Gregor, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I I think that's probably the case. But again, it's just digging digging up to, like too much. So Sarah Lynch, and this is this is one that's got um, Ian Rankin involved as well. So Sarah Lynch has put, right, I'm going out on a limb here and calling a drugs ring. I think everyone on the island is involved, partly saying that, so, partly saying that, so when it is down to one person, I can say, I told you so. Ian Rankin, not convinced it's Logan and his mum. Chris Simmons, I'm going for the father of the baby. Just don't know who that is, though. And then Sarah Lynch has put Logan, Freddie, Tony, IVF. Whoa, that reminded me. She apologised to Sonia week one for what happened in Glasgow. Maybe Charlie slept with Tony in Glasgow and Sonia wanted to sell the package to buy the baby. Ian Rankin, terrific hypothesis. He's thinking, oh, I should have come up with that. And then she's put, okay, but that means I'm talking nonsense. So thank you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Stephen F, cracking episode. Good chance Jace might even have four bullet points this week. Well, <laughs> oh, I, I hate that. I hate that. That's become the thing now. That is a thing now. Well, my name it comes is... first in the in the in the title, so. Yeah, Madge presents doesn't just doesn't cut it, does it? <laughs> right, I'm giving up on Twitter because there are so many more that I will reply to. I'll probably be up until two a.m. just replying to tweets, but we'll upload the episode in the meantime. Before just, we finish, just, just a quick one, just a quick one, because I never go on Twitter. Okay, right. I just searched the hashtag Murder Island, mm. flicking through. F one's fairly positive about the episode. Mm. Someone called. <laughs> this is. I'm probably going to get some beef here. Right? Someone called Andy Gibson, mm. who's got twenty seven thousand followers. Mm. Um, said Jesus Christ, reading the arrest caution from a piece of paper. I learned it when I was 12. Well, then you should know it's not called arrest caution. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> not 12-year-olds learning that. You've absolutely done him. <laughs> I'm not going to tweet him. <laughs> and, and no one else tweeted me. But <laughs> when I was 12, I was learning that caterpillars didn't taste very nice. <laughs> anyway, carry on. No, no, no. So normally we ask questions on who we think the killer is, who's going to win the prize money, um, etc. But look, do we think that um, Richmond and Sarah are going to win the 50 grand? Yes. Yes. And do you know why we know that fact? Because they are having a nice time on Instagram. (laughs) They might have been they might have been fairly minted already, but I think they are living it up a little bit. But no, it would be a darn shame to get this far now and then for them at the end to say oh no sorry guys he did well but you just didn't have enough to make an arrest so um who do you think is the killer then if you've got a name because logan and ishbel are obvious so obvious now is there another twist in the tale oh i I hope there is i really do Mm. hope there is i'm just really mindful that it's the last episode Mm. There's only 45 minutes, and then to and to completely <clears throat> swing to someone else, and then get the evidence for them. Yeah, it, need, it needs to happen within the first like 10 minutes. I think it's Ishbel. 
I, I think it's Ishbel. And the reason I think it's Ishbel is because if Charlie started finding out and digging around about the incident that happened with Gregor and Logan wasn't actually involved in, there was a risk that he was going to start remembering things or learning things that he didn't necessarily know about it. She killed Charlie to protect herself from what really happened with Gregor all those years ago. Yeah. Too obvious. No, no, it's not too obvious. I mean, they've got an episode left. So yeah, let's go. Let's go with Ishbel, not Logan. If it's going to be one of the others, then I do like that Sonya theory that she thinks that the baby is actually Tony's. I do really, really like that this, theory. This whole this whole adoption thing. Why have? Why is she? Adopted? Yeah. Why? Why does it matter that she's been adopted? Who, is that just? That's retrospect. I think we're going to find out at the end that when they put Ish- Ishbel behind bars she's then going to find out that she was a teenage mother and the baby that she gave up for adoption all those years ago was Charlie. But she would have known that. I don't know she would. Maybe. Other than a German Christmas treat from Aldi, what is the ranking twist? <laughs> I, I very nearly went other than a, and I, I couldn't, I can't quite word it right now because I'm not written it down, but I was thinking about other than an Ikea um, piece of furniture or an Ikea chair or something because they've all got mad names but um, the ranking twist do you think we've had it do you think that's it for twists or do you think there's another I think there's another one I yeah, think he's got I, another one I up his sleeve I think something coming because it's the finale the Ishbel the Ishbel was the mother I'm telling you mate that's the that's the twist that's the twist Ishbel gets banged up for the murder and she then finds out that she killed right, her own daughter right, we'll, we'll go with something like that then we'll go with something like the adoption means something Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. even like you say, even if she Charlie knew, why would she? <gasps> but then, but then that daughter, but then sorry, that child of that child that she was carrying through IVF or through whatever means, the pregnancy, that would be Ishbel's grandson or daughter. <gasps> Maybe. Yeah. Well, we'll That's the twist. That. That's the twist. Before there is something I want to talk about but it's not necessarily related to this exact episode. So is there anything else that you want to mention before we draw stumps today? Not that I can think of. Fine. Then finally, before we part ways until the final episode next week, we want to announce our Murder Island giveaway. For those of you who follow us on Twitter, we gave away a copy of Ghostwatch on DVD over the Halloween weekend in celebration of our one-off Halloween podcast. However, we feel it's important to recognise all of our existing listeners who join in on the Murder Island action every week. We've therefore compiled a few cool items that will bundle together and be running a giveaway that opens right now. And when I say right now, as in you can enter from when you first hear us talking about this. You do need to listen carefully because there is obviously a closing date. And there are a few steps that you need to take in order to enter the giveaway. It's nothing like we're not begging for followers or anything like that. It's 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 easier than that. But it's just one of those that we want to differentiate between listeners and people that are just retweeting stuff for the sake of a competition. And I get that happens. That's fine. But also we would rather give these goods to someone that's invested in Murder Island and that's been on this journey with us. So in order to be counted in the draw, these three key steps need to be followed. One, compose a tweet or Instagram post. That's not the only thing you have to do because a lot of people do that a lot of the time. 
in that post, so step two, within that post, you need to include our Twitter handle, which is at presents jam. Don't put at jam presents. We won't see it. That was someone else that created something years ago and has never really used it. Bit jealous that they've got that. But anyway, you need to include the handle at presents jam along with the hashtag. And this is important as well. Hashtag jam presents MI. The MI obviously stands for Murder Island, but you don't need to type all that out. Just write hashtag jam presents MI. What that means is that when we look at tweets that are sent to us, we can see whether or not it's just a general tweet about the show or it's a tweet that you want to be entered into the giveaway. So for now, compose a tweet at presents jam along with a hashtag jam presents MI. The final part, step three, is within that post, tell us who you think the killer is and why. Now, don't worry, you don't need to get the killer correct to be in with a chance of winning. As long as you tweet us, based on those steps that I've just mentioned, before the end of the next episode, which is at 10.15pm on Tuesday the 9th of November 2021, we will include you in the draw. So, reminder, a tweet or Instagram post with the handle at presents jam and the hashtag jam presents MI. Tell us who you think the killer is and why. And make sure you do that before we close the giveaway on Tuesday, 9th of November, 2021, at the end of the next episode, which is 10.15 p.m. For any clarity on this, do give us a shout. DM us, tweet us, text us, message us, whatever it may be. Get in touch and we will be able to clarify that. In the meantime, watch yourselves. There's a full moon this week and Hamish might be on the prowl. Ow! Sick. <laughs> <laughs>